During the heightening time of this pandemic, not only essential workers are on the front lines, the church across the nations are also on the front lines fighting for their faith. The church is responsible for offering hope to their congregation while they lose friends and family to COVID-19. Grief plays a great role in the fight to get through this historical event. Today's guest will share how he is coping and supporting his congregation. The Reverend Dr. Joseph G. Ford is a native of Detroit, Michigan, who received his Master's of Divinity from Princeton Theological Seminary and then was conferred the Doctor of Ministry by United Theological Seminary in Dayton, Ohio. Recently relocating from Texas, Dr. Ford is now the pastor of Faith Tabernacle Missionary Baptist Church in Connecticut. Reverend Ford is married to Yolan Chapman Ford, and they are the parents of two beautiful daughters. In everything that Reverend Ford does, he realizes that it's not by might nor by power but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Greetings and welcome, Dr. Ford. How are you today? I am doing well, Kim. Thank you for having me on today. Wonderful. Tell me, how are you doing? How are you and your family doing? Uh, we are sticking it out. Uh, like everyone else, staying in is tough. Okay. Uh, but we understand that it is for the greater good. Uh, and so sometimes you have to sacrifice up front to be able to really uh, enjoy on the back end. So we're, yeah. we're trying to follow the mandate to stay in as much as possible. Well, being a pastor of a large Baptist church, that's kind of hard because you have a whole congregation. It's, it's difficult because we do have a large congregation uh, and we've uh, pretty much told our congregation to stay in because we love them. Exactly. Uh, uh, I still come down to the church uh, pretty much every day uh, and I do daily devotionals so that I can connect with the congregation so that I can speak with them via Facebook Live or from our prayer line uh, or via YouTube. Uh, but I think there is still a connection that is needed and now more than ever we've had to become innovative with how we connect with our congregation because now more than ever they need us this is the absolutely time that they need us uh, and so the the task is the challenge is how do you stay connected when you can't meet physically exactly Faith Tabernacle Missionary Baptist Church in the past have been referred to as the Christ-centered church in Center City. As the pastors, members are looking to you as the gatekeeper of truth. What can you say about the effects of COVID-19 and how it has affected the spiritual climate of your church? What I can say is that even with COVID-19, faith has been very resilient. Uh, even in the midst of this, we still have our food pantry going on. When COVID-19 first hit, uh, we had our, we were passing out lunches to go. We teamed up with Stanford Public Schools to pass out to go lunches for those students uh -huh, uh, who would uh -huh. not usually receive it. And so we've been about 
still trying to minister even during this time. Uh, right now, as a matter of fact, as we speak, we're in talk with the Stanford NAACP, talking to them to see how we can team up with them uh, to do outreach to our community. I think that is so important. The church is more than a Sunday go-to meeting yes. establishment, and we are made to make an impact into the community. You have lost members of your congregation and members have lost family and friends to COVID. How are you supporting your congregation as they grieve their personal losses? Wow, that's a, that's a great question. As we said that, you know, one of the difficulties is as a pastor, you really want to be there for your congregation. You want to be able to be at the hospital uh, and be at their sides. Uh, we look at for funerals, uh, for, you know, that closure, uh, but we aren't able to do any of that now. Uh, and so the most we can do is pray for our congregation, call them and check on them. Uh -huh. Make sure they are okay. Offer any type of assistance we can uh, but it never seems like enough. No matter what we do, it never seems like enough. And at the end of the day, we just have to pray and ask God and, and have him give us the assurance that we're doing all that we can during this time, even though we want to do more. Yeah, yeah. Funerals are the one time that an individual can be considered a VIP. Family and friends come from all over to spend a few hours memorializing their loved one. This pandemic has taken that opportunity away from people to funeralize their loved one. How have the families in your congregation worked out the detours of social distancing and subsequently put their loved ones to rest? You know, that's challenging. Let me say this. I believe everyone, I try and make everyone who walk through the door at Faith Tabernacle, no matter when it is, a VIP. Make them to feel like a VIP. Uh, I want everyone to walk in to feel like they're special. Mm -hmm. We have something mm -hmm. to offer them. I understand what you're saying. Uh, and in terms of that, uh, I think that it is more of us it's, we're still working through it, let me say that. Okay. Because it is, it's difficult when you're used to, to having funerals and allowing people to come. I was speaking to a family member the other day, um, and she said, Rev, you know, I, I want to make sure we're able to celebrate uh, our loved one's life like we should. And I said, I definitely want to celebrate as well. But then the, the reality of, hey, uh, while they say we can allow 50 people into church, that's not necessarily safe. And so we're saying no more than 10. Funeral homes are saying no more than 10 individuals. And so we're having to rethink it on the fly. Uh, and so a lot of our members have said, you know, We'll do a private ceremony, and then once all of this is over, uh, we'll go ahead and do a memorial. Because when someone dies here at Faith, 
uh, not just the family is going through the morning, but the yeah. whole church. Yeah. We've become, we've been here for so long that we've all become like family. family. Everyone mm -hmm. has endeared themselves to us. And, and so, you know, there's a whole group of people. I was talking with some of our parishioners today, and I, and one thing they were saying is that, you know, we don't have that closure for ourselves. Not, not just the family, but there's a whole loss, there's a hole in us uh, because we don't have, we're not able to have that closure. Well, um, that, that's something. That's something because your hands are kind of tied. Yeah. You can do but so much. Mm -hmm. Now, loss, as you know, is not just about death. Many members of the church has lost their jobs, freedom to go out their homes, especially the traditional routine of going to church weekly, as well as holidays, birthday celebrations. What can you say about the transitions that members are enduring while coping with this pandemic? It's real. Yeah. It's tough. Mm -hmm. uh, I had been okay with loss and this transition up until about Sunday. Uh, we were in, here Sunday morning and we were preparing to tape for our Sunday morning worship. Uh, and it just came to me and I, I was speaking to the person who was running our video. You know, this is getting really old. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to be back in the sanctuary. I'm ready Very to be nice. back with the people. You know, it's it's difficult to not be able to touch and not be able to interact. My whole profession is built on loving people. This is what you do. That's yeah. what I do. Mm -hmm. And so when I can't do that, it's a piece of me that's missing that it is difficult to do all that I'm supposed to do because I can't feel have the physical touch with, uh, with our members. Well, speaking to that, it brings up um, um, the five stages of um, grief, depression, anger, denial, bargaining, and acceptance. I would like to add a sixth stage, and that's adjustment. In addition to the major shift in our lives, members will have to shift not back to the old normal, but to a new normal. Basically, everyone has gotten used to connecting and worshiping virtually. How are you preparing to help the congregation transition back into a physical membership, aka the new normal? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, I was just talking today with some of the staff members on what it will look back eventually, what it will look like when eventually we do transition back to being able to gather physically uh, in the building. And one of the things I said is that we're going to have to adjust our worship. It won't be the same anymore. While we have benches that can seat 12 people uh, on a pew, you'll probably only have four. While we're used to uh, greeting each other, that contact has become limited. Uh, we're coming in still with face masks and making sure everyone has hand sanitizer. Uh, even how we do offering, we can't pass a plate anymore because that becomes too dangerous. 
Uh, and so we have to make sure as they come in, you know, have some still uh, have people give via uh, online mm -hmm. and through our apps mm -hmm. for the most part to push that for the most. But those who just can't, we'll have a bucket for them to drop it in. Uh, but we still want people, even when we talk about doing communion, we can't do communion the same. So we exactly. talked about, you know, placing communion cups in the pew already as they come in uh, so that we can still partake in it. And so everything we're looking at, it's we have to now find a new way to do it. Church is no longer church as we know, and it won't be that ever for a while, if ever, ever. if ever, if ever. Uh, and so right now it's going to be, I think it's going to be a difficult adjustment mm -hmm. for a lot of individuals. And that's why we are beginning to talk about it now. I don't know when we're coming back. Okay. The more we start talking about what these adjustments are now, mm -hmm. the longer people will have an opportunity to begin to digest it and have it sink in that this is our new reality. Okay, um, basically, you know, you are the job. You, 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 you are the man. You are the gatekeeper. Everyone's looking to you. Is that overwhelming? I stay in prayer. Okay. I stay in prayer because I want to be make sure that everything I do uh, is led by the Holy Spirit. Uh, I won't say it's overwhelming at this point. I, I say it's, ex, it's an exciting time. Yes, right okay, be, all right. Because church is being reimagined mm -hmm. and the possibilities of what there could be, uh, it's endless right now. Uh, you know, we're talking about, we were just talking about uh, with my, with my chair of Sunday school uh, about doing Sunday school via Zoom. Uh, our kids meet via Zoom right now. We just, we're restarting, you're restarting our grief support ministry via Zoom. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so it gives us different avenues to come together and sometimes better. It's different, but yes. different is, doesn't always mean deficient. Uh, one of the things our joint board has been meeting on a regular basis and it's been via Zoom. And I think that is one of the greatest things that we can do because we don't always have to be physically out here, being here physically. Mm -hmm, we think mm -hmm. there was a point where we felt if we weren't at the church yeah. that, you know, nothing could go on. But we're learning now we can still do ministry and we can be away from here, which frees us up yeah. to do other things and to spend more time with our families as well. Yeah, it clears the traffic and ease up on the gas, um, you know, consumption yes. as well. Yes. As well. Yes. I, I guess it's very comforting to know that you're not the only church going through this. Yeah. Yeah. All around the world, pastors like you are having the same issues. But it sounds like you got this under control. It sounds like you got this really under control. I would say, I don't know if I have it all under control. Well, God, just, God does. I, God has, <laughs> that's right. uh, and I'm just following his footsteps uh, and his and his direction as we go go through. Really, 
No one knows what to do. This is new for everyone and anyone who tells you they know what a roadmap would look like for this new church, they would be telling a lie. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is new, we've never experienced this, and so we're all feeling our way through. Well, continue to let the Lord lead you, feel your way through, and do what you have to do. I thank you so much, Dr. Ford, for sitting down and talking to my podcasters today. Thank you for coming. Well, thank you so much, Kim. Take care. You too. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you are interested in sharing your story of grief, email Kimberly at VictoryOverLoss.com or visit me on my Instagram at VictoryOverLoss. Be blessed indeed, always.